All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to the Jason Greger Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Experience all the excitement of the casino on your desktop or mobile device at PlayAlberta.ca. Sign up and receive a $50 welcome bonus using the promo code CASINO50. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you very much for having me on. Hey, I appreciate it, Troy. What What do you remember of that uh, 17-game heater back in 1973? Or 1993? Yeah, it uh, wasn't 73, but I appreciate you thinking I was 20 years <laughs> older. But um, we, uh, you know, for, it was, we were coming off back-to-back Stanley Cup, and that year... You know, was probably the best team I ever played on. We were very, very good. Yeah. Um, and we got into that groove and got into that role. And, uh, you know, it was it was just something that was it was kind of, you know, uh, once the momentum got going, we were going to win. And uh, it was fun to be part of. You know, you look back on it now and you kind of wonder, you know, good time to burn that much energy heading into the playoffs. And, you know, my answer would be no. <laughs> but... Um, you know, it was fun to be part of during the regular season, for sure. Do you remember at the time when you guys got close? Because at that time, the, the NHL record was 15, set by the uh, the 1982 New York Islanders. Uh, when you guys were at 13, 14, was it discussed at all in the room? Yeah, it was, it was talked about. You know, Scotty Bowman was, Bowman was our coach that year. Um, it was Scotty's second year uh, in a row at that time, and and Scotty was always pretty aware of records and, and who had the records and all that kind of stuff. Um, so we, we knew it was there. We knew we had the team to do And we had a team, you know, you know that could win any way, really. We, yeah. could, we could win the big scoring games because we had the powerhouse to score. 
we could win a good good game defensively. So it wasn't like there was anybody uh, we couldn't play against. Um, but yeah, we we knew it was there. We knew we, we you know we definitely were talking about it. So when you when you look back on something like that, you mentioned wow, and and it's interesting because you guys didn't win the Stanley Cup. People are like wow, the record doesn't mean anything. And I'm always kind of like, well, first of all, you can't win the cup in the regular season. It's impossible. You can set yourself up. You can play really well. You can lose the cup by not getting yourself in the playoffs. But Troy, as a guy who's won the Stanley Cup, you would know that you know kind of once the regular season ends, it's a new season. The game becomes way more physical. Usually, it's much more intense and you're going completely different. You go from playing different teams every night, every second night, to playing the same team for seven straight days. Did, like, when you look back on it, obviously it doesn't compare to a Stanley Cup, but what are you most proud of of that 17-game streak? Well, every, you know, especially when you're coming off winning back-to-back Stanley Cups, everybody wants a piece of you. So it's not like you have an easy game any night because everybody wants to knock off the defending champion and everybody wants to knock somebody off of a winning streak. So that means that you've got to be playing that much better to be able to win those games. So just the consistency to be able to do that was something, you know, really to be cool. I mean, you know, you, you know a lot of guys will say you've been on teams and you, you, you're, you're pretty sure you can win games, but that was a team that, you know, we were all very comfortable. If we were down a couple goals, even down three goals, we still had the team that could win the game. So being part of something like that was very, uh, very special. And, and to be in that kind of a groove, it's, it's, you know, it, it, was, it was really, really cool to be part of that. Troy Loney uh, joins us. And, you know, Troy, you look back at that Pittsburgh team. Obviously, Marilyn Mew is one of the greatest players ever. Yarmir Yager. You had young, uh, Ron Francis. But, you know, you also had Rick Tockett, who's now a coach in, uh, in Vancouver. Um, you know, so you had Kevin Stevens. You had a really good mix. You had the skill guys. But then you had a lot of toughness yourself, right? Uh, you know, a guy who could score double-digit goals and then also uh, wasn't afraid to drop the mitts if, if necessary. Um what was it about kind of when you joined the Penguins? Because you were drafted into that organization, right? You were drafted actually before Mary Lemieux. And, uh, you know, you came in the NHL. Uh, I think his, uh, you were, you had played the year before. And then after he was drafted, he came in as a rookie. You were there. Like, did he, did you know instantly in 84, 85, you're like, okay, like things are going to change. They didn't change overnight. But did you say, okay, like it's coming because we got 66? Well, anything to get a player like that, and it's not like he came in the league and struggled in the beginning. He was, <laughs> he was good from the moment the moment he came to training camp. You could tell he was that kind of a special and gifted player. But you know, it always takes you know when a team has struggled. You know, the Penguins struggled so so mightily for all those years before. It's tough to shake that 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 shadow of losing. It just it just is. And it took us. You know, it wasn't like you know Mario showed up one day and the next day we were in the playoffs and then we won Stanley Cup. I mean, if you look back on it, it took us, you know, four or five years to get the right pieces together. And, you know, we went through a lot of different coaches. You know, I, in my 10 years with the Penguins, I think I had eight or nine different coaches. That's a lot of coaching. Yeah. And, you know, until you get the right people in, whether coaches, GMs, make the moves, and you talk about the guys we had on that team, you know, you don't just fall into players like, Lemieux and, and Francis and, you know, Trotty was on that team and Taka was on that team and old Samuelson and Larry Murphy and, you know, Yager. I mean, Tom Barrasso. There's a lot, there's a lot of very, very good players on that team. So it, but you still got to shake that, that mindset of can, can the organization win, let alone the team, but can the organization win? And it was, it was, 
it was nice to be part of that journey. Frustrating for sure at times, but very nice to see us come out on the other end of it. What was interesting about your team, uh, kind of similar in a way to, to Tampa Bay, now it was a little bit of a gap, but Tampa Bay had made it to the Stanley Cup final in 2015. Then they had that you know unbelievable year in 19, lost in the first round, and then finally won two cups in 20 and 21. You guys, you know what, uh, when you became a regular in, in the NHL, uh, was in, in 87, 88, you'd been up and down like a lot of young guys, uh, you know, from the American League to the NHL back and forth. And then uh, in your second year, you guys made the playoffs, you won a round. So now you're probably thinking, okay, now we're on the way up. When you look back at the 1990 season, Troy, and you missed the postseason, what, what went wrong after finally getting in in 1990 for your team? What happened then? You know, we had, we had a coaching. We had another coaching change and another GM change at the time. And, you know, I don't think we, we didn't necessarily have the depth to do, um, to, to go much farther. And we didn't, it felt like almost like we didn't improve uh, as a team. We had uh, some similar players, but we didn't get better as an organization. And I, and I don't know that we truly believed we were there. We played well enough to get into the playoffs, but I don't know that uh, the organization of the city or anything felt like we had really kind of, you know, landed in our spot. And in those days, you know, the Patrick division was very, very tough. There were a lot of very good teams in the Patrick division. It wasn't like, you know, there were, there were games that teams were mailing it in. So it was some, um, you know, it was a good, a good shock for the organization. We shook things up after, after we did get to the playoffs, I think, halfway through the following year. That's when Craig Patrick came in. You know, he coached in GM for a while. So he got close enough to see what we had and what we didn't have. Then he just pulled off some magical moves in, in, in bringing guys into the organization and Badger Bob in the coach and, you know, I would, Alberta would know him from from coaching in in, uh, in Calgary, and just totally changed the the, the philosophy, the feeling, the energy uh, with the team. It was uh, a dramatic change. Troy Loney joins us, two-time uh, Stanley Cup champion, uh, also member of the uh, Penguins, who uh, currently hold the NHL record uh, with a 17-game winning streak. The Edmonton Oilers could tie that record if they are able to defeat Vegas next Tuesday. Uh, Troy, you know, you won the two Cups, and then, of course, uh, you, you guys have that great run in 93. And, like, it's funny. You win two Stanley Cups, and, and I've talked to a few other players from, the, from those Penguins teams. They're like, God, the 93 one still bugs you because that might have been your best team. And, you know, like the, the Islanders, anything can happen in the postseason. You know, dude, how long did it take you to get over that 93 one? It took a long time. <laughs> it took a very long time. And, and that was, you know, for, for many of us, too, that was, uh, you know, I left uh, in the expansion draft that summer, so I kind of do I probably wasn't going to be around. Uh, at that time anyways. But, but if you look back, uh, you know, teams that win the President's Cup, it, it's hard to keep up that kind of winning energy. You know, the, the, you know, what I think sometimes gets lost is you have to tap into a lot of emotion and a lot of emotional energy to win games, and you have to be able to dial it up a notch in the playoffs. And we were gassed. You know, when you, when you go that long, for three years in a row. We did it the first year we won the Cup. The summer's short. Now you've got a long season the next year. Everybody wants you to win the Stanley Cup again. Now the next year you come back. So your your energy levels are down after kind of three three years. That Then you burn all that energy to win that many games in a row at the end of the season. 
now you're you know you're in the playoffs and you 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 to, to find that next level. We just couldn't seem to find it. We just got a little bit out of sync and couldn't seem to find it and get to game seven and you know Glenn Healy stands on his head and, and we lose the game. Kevin Stephen has that that, that that massive injury during that game. Yeah, uh, it, it was it was a you know it, it was I would say. You know, you got to be cautious on how much energy you burn uh, at different times during the season. Not that, not that you'd coach to lose, but, you know, maybe you can coach not to win so hard sometimes. Hmm, interesting. So you left Pittsburgh. You know, you you'd started out on an organization that wasn't winning very much, and then obviously you, you got to the top twice, which is amazing, right? Uh, yeah, I'm sure you look back in your career like, oh, my God, what a fun career I had. Then you go to Anaheim, and you're the first ever captain in Anaheim Ducks history. Uh, he also uh, set a career high that year in goals, uh, despite missing 20 games. He had 13 uh, Genos that year. Troy, how, on a personal note, how fun was it, how challenging was it to go from perennial top dog to an expansion team? Well, it was, you know, it was better than when I got to the Penguins early in my career. Okay. You know, Pittsburgh has not, not always been a hockey town that, that it turned into, for sure. Um, you know, we had 6,000 people in the arena. I got to go to a place where it was a brand-new arena at the time called The Pond. It was The crowd was definitely into the game, even not quite sure what, exactly why they were into the game, but there was a lot of activity, and we were owned by Disney, so they made everything, everything a show. Everything was entertainment. So the change in all of that was very... Uh, interesting to be part of. It was fun to be, you know, somewhere where there was warm weather and sunshine. Um, so that part was was fun to do. And, and you know, we had a lot of guys um, on that team that were, you know, probably had similar careers to me, and many of us did. We were third, fourth line guys at other organizations, and some guys were young guys maybe um, that didn't have the success early uh, in their careers with whatever organization they were with. So the bonding that we had as a team and Ron Wilson was our coach. And, you know, we had a very good team for an expansion team, uh, especially the way the expansion was done in those days. Yeah. So, um, a fun time, a good change. Um, and, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Troy Loney joined us. And so Troy, you went there and obviously got to play more. You're the captain of a team. You mentioned Disney's running everything. Is there one, one memory of just kind of, you're like, okay, now we're kind of maybe in, in the big time when it comes to production. What was the one thing you did, you know, or came to the game presentation that you're just like, okay, this is completely different than what I, what I've experienced in my career to this point. <laughs> well, a couple of things. One, you know, before, before one of our first games, um, you know, Disney and, and their folks entourage were, were wheeling people in and out of our locker room, you know, five minutes before we're going out for the game, um, you know, like it was a backstage pass. And that's, uh, that's very unusual in the hockey world. So we had to kind of say, hey, you can't, you know, we had Kurt Russell was coming through the locker room, you know, which was, which was pretty cool. But we were still trying to get ready to, uh, to play a game. And then, you know, when, when you scored a goal, um, Tinkerbell would would uh, they would show the replay of the goal and Tinkerbell would come down from the, the you know you'd, your pitcher's up on a jumbotron and she'd come down and, and hit you with a wand and put a little pixie dust on you so that was definitely definitely unique and definitely part of the Disney production. 
Oh, that is uh, awesome. So now it's five minutes before the game. Guys want to be focused. Kurt Russell at that time, pretty major star. So he comes in. Uh, was he shaking everybody's hand? Is he, or is he just in and out? And uh, you know, eventually, you as the captain, did you have to say, okay, guys, like we might, you know, hey, we, we'd love to meet all these guys, but can we maybe do it after the game? How did, how did how'd that conversation go? Yeah, that that's kind of, he, he walked in, shook her, did ever shake everybody's hand, which is all good luck. And then after the game, I went to the, to the, to, you know, our, and our coach knew it right away. Ron yeah. was like, "Hey, well, he didn't know what was going to happen, um, but he went in and said, hey, this is this is something we can't make a habit of.' So, and Disney was very respectful, and they knew they didn't really know the space, and that was their first foray into sports. Because if you remember at the time, uh, they started with the Ducks, and then they bought the Angels, and then they actually wanted to buy the Clippers. They were going to do a whole thing, and you know, and try to get into the football world. Um, but they were really good. Uh, they treated us very, very well there. Yeah. Uh, now, Troy, you're you're from Bow Island, Alberta, which I think is about a half an hour outside of Medicine Hat, if my uh, geography is correct. So, um, are you the are you uh, your proud uh, resident of Bow Island? Uh, I'm assuming you must have played some of your minor hockey at some point in Medicine Hat. Um, c- kind of take me a little bit back to to your minor hockey journey. Yeah, uh, yeah, from, uh, I was 30 miles from Edson Hat heading towards Lethbridge, but, uh, played all my minor hockey, uh, in, uh, in the Bull Island area in the, in the Spud League at the time. So played against other small towns, Vauxhall, Formos, you know, little towns down in Southern Alberta. And then played, uh, Junior B in Tabor, Tabor, Alberta. Okay. And from there went to, um, played my, uh, major junior with the Lethbridge Broncos and the Sutter Boys, um, up in Lethbridge, which is about an hour away from where I grew up. Oh man, that's a, you know what? It's, it's funny. Like I like the, you know, guys come from small places and, you know, Tabor and then moving around you know, there's a, there's a great hockey, uh, experience down in Leftbridge and Medicine Hat and, and that part of it. Uh, are, now do you live there, Troy? Where are you living now? Uh, I live in Pittsburgh actually. Oh, okay. So you went back to where all your. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me. Because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Success was smart. 
I, I went back to, yeah, and, uh, yeah, my wife and I uh, raised uh, four kids in the Pittsburgh area and still live in the, in the U.S., but get back to, you know, the Boylan uh, area uh, once every year. I still have my mom is there and uh, mother-in-law, and I have a brother in Fort McMurray and a brother in, uh, in uh, Halifax. So still strong Canadian tires and, uh, and ties and ties to Alberta as well. Well, uh, Troy, I got to get your thoughts then on, on the current edition of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, you know, they're right there, but I, you know, I think people were expecting more. They're at a unique place where their best players are, are all getting old and it's hard now in today's NHL to, you know, to kind of go full rebuild. It's difficult. Uh, what do you make of the Penguins? Do you think they're going to get in? You know, I think, you know, I think slash hope they're going to get into the playoffs. Um, you know, uh, you know, when you've got Crosby playing at such a high level for such a long period of his career, you know, I think they, they probably lack some good mid, mid-career energy in that, uh, uh, in their organization. And that's hard to find. And typically, you know, you've probably got to trade away a little talent for that. And I, I don't think the Penguins have got to that, that have not come to that philosophical place where they realize they have to do that yet. So, you know, I, I think if they got into the playoffs, they would have to stay incredibly healthy, and they would have they got to find a third or fourth line that can take away some of the minutes from their top two lines because, you know, we all, we all age and it's hard to play that that at that high energy level for that long as you get a little longer in your career. Well, Troy, thanks so much uh, for uh, taking us down uh, memory lane a little bit. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, continued success in uh, Pittsburgh, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for your time. Thank you, and have a good day.